So guys, my score is in the low 800s, so I have an excellent credit score and it didn't really take that much. It just took some good habits that we're gonna talk about. And I had a maxed out credit card in university, early university before I cared about personal finance and all this jazz and like, I was a mess, bro. I turned that shit around pretty quickly and it wasn't anything that special. It was just following what we're gonna talk about today. Yo, what is going on, baby? Nathan Kennedy, the new money podcast. How y'all doing, man? Thank you for tuning in again. We've got this week's YouTube video slash podcast, and it's going to be on credit. So we did talk about how to get basically the best credit score you can a couple of weeks ago, but I wanted to double down on it. So if you missed that episode, here it is again. I mean, it's a different episode. You know, there's nuance, there's different takes, but this is uh, this is basically the, the blueprint. This is everything that you'll ever need to have fantastic credit for the rest of your life, period, point blank. There is nothing else you need to listen to. I'll be honest with you. This is it. This is really all you need to keep in mind. So this is that for you. If, if, if it's not clear, it's the third friggin' time I'm saying it in, within a minute. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, so check it out and, and listen to it through and have it stick in your mind and you'll be good. And you know, yeah. So I uh, appreciate it guys. And also just let me know how you guys are liking uh, the YouTube videos. Go subscribe, uh, go uh, check them out. All that kind of jazz. I really would appreciate it. Would love for you guys to give your thoughts on the video component and all that kind of jazz. But let's just get into it, man. I want to show you something that's absolutely going to blow your mind. 3.625% and 4.125%. Very obscure numbers, but the difference is 0.5%. Now that doesn't seem like literally anything at all, but what if I told you that 0.5% could cost you tens of thousands of dollars? I'll explain later in this video what that actually means, but you probably wish you paid more attention to the mandatory credit building class that we all have to take in high school. Now, myself included, I wish I paid more attention to that very important class where we learn about very important things that really impact our life that we have to take that is mandatory, that everybody learns. <laughs> That's right. We don't learn this at all. It's not mandatory and yet it's incredibly important to have an understanding of it. So in today's video, I'm basically going to tell you everything that there is to credit, how to get a perfect, amazing, beautiful credit score. And if you ever forget, you can just type in YouTube, look up this video and then you're blessed. A credit score is a number between 300 and 900 that depicts someone's credit worthiness. The higher the score, the better borrowers look to potential lenders. These are based on things like your credit history, total number number of accounts, types of debt, all kinds of different stuff that we're going to explain later in the video. Lenders basically use this number to see how trustworthy is this guy? Can I give this person money? And how sure am I that they are going to pay me back? That's really all a credit score depicts. If you have a cell phone in your name or a credit card or specific types of bills, you have a credit score for better or for worse. Let's talk about who these magical people who make these magical scores are. So these are credit bureaus and these are just institutions that collect data and synthesize it using a number of factors and spit out a number, which is a credit score that helps other businesses and corporations and people who are looking up your credit. It basically says, this is what this guy's dealing with. Your credit report shows exactly what credit bureaus know about you. And you can actually request one from all the major ones. You get one free one per year where you can just kind of look. And it's really important, not only for your credit, but also identification purposes. Sometimes people will take loans out in other people's names, which is not cool and is terrible. So definitely looking up your credit uh, report from things like Equifax, 
Equifax, TransUnion, and some of the other major ones is a really good idea. Now, the three major credit bureaus are Experian, TransUnion, and Equifax. And you might be wondering, do I have different scores for all these different credit bureaus? And not really. I mean, you might have a little bit of variance, but if you got good credit, you got good credit across probably all of them. And if you got bad credit, you got bad credit. You know, don't think that you're going to have an amazing TransUnion score and a terrible Equifax score. They're generally all in the same ballpark. Now, the credit scoring model is designed by this company in San Jose called FICO. And that's why it's called a FICO score. And it takes these different variables and puts it together to spit out the score. So what's a terrible credit score and what's a fantastic one? Well, in Canada and the US, it's slightly different, but I'm going to use Canada's ranges, but it's pretty similar for America as well. Anything under 550 is generally considered a very poor score. 550 to 650 is okay. It definitely leaves a lot to be desired, but you know, it's not the worst in the world. Once you get between 670 to 740, this is an okay credit score, it's good. Again, there's stuff to be worked on and, and you could definitely do better, but it's not the worst score in the world. It's pretty decent. Now, when you get to 740, 750 and above, this is a, generally a very good credit score. It's decent, you're in a good range. Maybe you've missed like one or two bills or something like that, but you're pretty solid. Now in America, I believe 750 and above is just considered excellent. But in Canada, between 800 and 900 is considered excellent. So regardless of where you wanna be, 800 plus, you're blessed. You're absolutely blessed. So guys, my score is in the low 800s, so I have an excellent credit score and it didn't really take that much. It just took some good habits that we're gonna talk about. And I had a maxed out credit card in university, early university before I cared about personal finance and all this jazz. I'm like, I was a mess, bro. I turned that around pretty quickly and it wasn't anything that special. It was just following what we're gonna talk about today. Now, here's a breakdown of how your credit score is actually calculated and what you can do to optimize for each region. So the most important thing that goes into your credit score is your payment history and it accounts for 35% of the scores waiting. This basically means did you pay your stuff on time? Are you in good standing with all your accounts? How consistent are you? And so to optimize for this is to pay your credit card bill every single month in full. That's it. And pay all your bills. Automate your bills. Go check out why automating your bills is so fantastic. It's for this very reason. It builds fantastic credit. If you just automate your bills, you pay back what you're supposed to pay back. You have a great credit score. The next biggest weighting in your credit score is the amount owed or the utilization. And this accounts for 30%. A common rule of thumb that you can think of is to try not to use more than 30% of your credit score. They say between one and 9% is where all the best credit folks are at. But for me to build up my credit score, really, it was just keeping it under 30%, paying back in full on time every month, paying my bills and I was I was fine. You know, if you want to keep it even lower utilization, it'll likely help. But I always tend to say keep it under 30% because a lot of the folks that I'm talking to are students. They've got, you know, credit cards with a thousand dollars on it. A little bit unreasonable to say don't spend more than a hundred bucks on your credit card per month. I mean, you could and it's probably fine. They could just use cash and whatever. But generally, you know, try to keep it under 300 if you got a thousand dollar limit. You'll build great credit. You'll be in a good spot. The next biggest factor is the length of credit history. So this is really important because it just basically means how long, how have you been borrowing for? How big of a track record do you have? And it only accounts for 15% of the waiting, so not that significant, but it does help. And one trick that you need to keep in mind is to not close your first student card. I mean, a lot of people advance through their stuff and they get new credit cards and they're like, oh, this is great. And then they close their previous ones, but that effectively crunches that credit history. Because if you have an open uh, you know, credit card of like 10 years, like, you know, 10 years of history is there. So if you just get rid of that, boof, like it's gone. Keep it active. What I say in, in all the podcasts that I've done and every single thing, it's like, yo, pick a Netflix bill, 
automate it, set up an automatic payment so that that thing's just running itself. It's paying for itself through your checking account. And it's just like this thing you don't have to pay attention of, blah, 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 you're good to go. The next is types of credit. So this accounts for 10%. And this essentially is just what you have a like mortgage, you have a car loan, do you have a credit card, do you have bills? Like what's your mix, right? And and so allegedly having a different mix helps, but like guys, 10% not really that important. And one thing that I always hear all the time is, should I get a car loan to build my credit? Absolutely not. I got to an 800 credit score with a credit card bill, my phone bill and insurance, but I don't even know if my insurance was reporting in there. So basically a student credit card and a freaking phone bill, and I was able to build great credit. So it's absolutely unnecessary to get a big loan or to, you know, to go into debt. There's nothing wrong with getting an auto loan if you've done the math and it makes sense and all that kind of stuff. And just financially, it just is a good idea for you. But to do it to just to build credit, that is not a good idea. And the last waiting, which accounts for 10% again, is searching for new credit. So this is how often are you going to get your credit pulled and how often are you looking for different types of credit? That definitely affects your frequency of how much you're looking for loans and stuff. That affects it. So if you're always running around town and trying to get new loans and new this and new that, it's definitely going to negatively affect your score. So don't do that. So we've got 35% for payment history, 30% for utilization, 15% for length of credit history, 10% for the credit mix and 10% for running around town and looking for different types of credit that adds to hundred percent. And that's what makes up your credit score. So guys started the video 0.5% cost you a bunch of money. What was I getting at with that? Well, with your credit score, it can really dictate the types of rates that you get. And that's why it's really, really important. So this example is from moneyunder30.com. And it says the difference between a 625 credit score and a 750 credit score could amount to somewhere around 0.5% of a difference in an interest rate that you get for a mortgage. Let's say the 750 credit score gets you a 200K 30 year mortgage at 3.615. That monthly payment would look like $912. Now with a credit score of 625, let's say the rate is 4.125% or 0.5% bigger than the other one. Everything else is the same. So the monthly payment for the lower credit score dude is going to be $57 per month higher. That 0.5% doesn't seem like much. And that $57 sure as hell doesn't seem like that much. But if you look over the life of the loan, you're going to be paying over $20,000 more interest than the other person just from 0.5%. Guys, I could get you a, a half decent car right now. I mean, you know, well, maybe not right now. The cars, car scene's still crazy, but it could, that's a lot of money, bro. And it could easily be avoided if you just freaking pay your bills and keep your utilization. That's it. Okay, guys, rapid fire lightning credit tips that I want to hit you with. Let's go. Never get overdraft protection. You just don't need it. It can negatively be affecting your credit score. There's no point in paying the fees. And there's just been a lot of, you know, precedent of like some shady stuff happening with overdraft protection. You don't need it. And if you do need it, fix your budget, start to save more, start to pad your checking account to the point where you don't need it and then get rid of it. Only go into debt if it makes sense financially. That's that means consumer debt, not a good idea. Don't co-sign for somebody else's loan because if they need you to co-sign for them, it's effectively you taking on the loan because they would just do it themselves if they were credit worthy. So if the bank doesn't trust them, I know you might love them, but can you trust them? If you're currently on a debt repayment journey, then I wouldn't worry too much about your credit right this second. I would just try to pay down your credit cards and whatever consumer debt that you might have. And over time, by doing that, you will effectively build your credit score. But I would just focus maniacally on paying down that debt.
I didn't even say this, but like, go check your credit score. Like I said, go check your Experian and Equifax and get your reports. Go check out Credit Karma, even though it's a little bit off or whatever. Uh, go check out Borwell or these different websites where you can get sort of a, a glance at it. I know a lot of banks now offer credit uh, reporting services where you can just check it out. So I would go figure out what your credit score is if you haven't already. And guys, I already said this, but please do not go and get into debt just to build your credit. It doesn't make any sense. You don't need to. I've said it like three or four times this video just don't do that just get a nice credit card pay your little phone bill you know what i'm saying like there's no, there's no need but that is credit in a nutshell guys please go defend my honor smash like button smash subscribe i really appreciate it i'm loving these long form videos i'm really really going to keep up with it but i really appreciate all the support and everything so comment like subscribe do all those things appreciate you i'll see you in the next video So there you have it, my friends. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. Reviews, reviews, reviews. Uh, go check out Neo if you haven't already. Neo actually uh, raised a, uh, a ton of money. They're now worth a billion dollars uh, and they're a proud partner of mine. So I just wanted to congratulate them. Probably gonna be talking about them on the next episode in Canadian business and things like that. But I really appreciate all they've done for me and I really appreciate y'all. So I hope you guys like the episode. Uh, let me know your thoughts. Shoot me a DM, all that kind of jazz. Appreciate y'all. Love y'all. But for now, I'm out this mother. Peace.